for Pastor Chin. Week three, more than happy clappy. I can see you guys are ready. I, I'm just going to stumble my way through this thing. Hallelujah. Praise God. I am so honored to be standing before you today to bring the word of God. Are you ready to receive the word of God? Yeah. One, two, three, five. <laughs> this is the year of expectation. Is it? Is it the year of expectation? Are you expectant? Seven, eight, nine. This is the year of expectation. So we have to be people that are expectant. Amen. We have to be expectant. Expectation means that you position yourself ready to receive. I don't know what I'm about to receive, but I know it's good and I'm ready for it expectation expectation dear friends is a posture that your heart you know gets into you will never receive what you do not expect because what you expect determines the faith that you release within you because faith is the only thing that pleases God so we're continuing today, finishing off this um, message, this sermon series entitled, More Than Happy Clappy. Now, I don't know whether you've seen a preacher preach with hula hoops. Today I'm going to use hula hoops. But I won't be, I won't be hula hooping. Although somebody's like, yeah, go for it, Pastor Chin. Nah. No hula hooping. I'm going to place them one here and one there. And I'm going to pull this one back a little bit. All right. Lord, help me. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, I thank you for your presence this morning. Lord, thank you that your kingdom has already been set into motion. Lord, I thank you that your will is what you desire to be done in our lives as you have already determined it in heaven. Father, thank you that in this place, in this place, oh God, your Holy Spirit is here. Thank you, Father God, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to preach and to teach your word. And thank you, Father God, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to hear, to be equipped, and to be empowered to do the word. We thank you, mighty God. We give you all the praise. I am just an echo of what you are saying. And this morning, Lord, 
I purpose within myself to decrease that you would increase in this place. I cannot heal, but you are the healer. I cannot deliver, but you are the deliverer. I cannot restore anyone, but you, O oh God, are the restorer. And today, by your spirit in this place, in the name of Jesus, you're going to heal, you're going to deliver, and you're going to restore, O oh Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord, that after everything is said and done, all the glory will be unto you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Most of the times when people say we are happy clappy, it's because they're jealous. <laughs> yep. It's because they are. Every time somebody exhibits happiness, people that are not happy mm, are irritated. It's just irritated. No, why? Why is so happy? Ah, look at her. Oh, what is she trying to do? What? So, so they came. They, they they came up with this, you know, phrase. Or they just a bunch of happy clappies, because they are jealous. But what they don't realize is that what we have is much more than happiness. Come on now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's that's one thing that I've observed in 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 this life that are you know most of the times people attack what you have, which they secretly crave or long for or wish they had, and so they look at you and they attack you on the basis of your happiness. But I'm here to say that what we have is much more than happiness. Because happiness, dear friends, depends on happenings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Happiness depends on happenings. I've never seen a person, uh, you know, riding their jet ski that ever looked depressed. Uh, so when you're on a jet ski, you're just happy. You know, you're just happy. I've never seen a, If you see a person riding a jet ski depressed, come and see me. Take a photo, bring it to me. I've never seen anyone running a jet ski. Everybody just seems to be happy. Because happiness depends on circumstances. Uh -huh. And that's the reason I brought these, these you know, hula hoops. You know. So circumstance then is the circle of your standing. Mm -hmm. Circumstances. How many know that circumstances change from time to time? But God remains the same. Uh -huh. So now, my, my praise or my worship of God does not depend on my circumstances, but it depends on the revelation of who God is, the revelation of what God has already done. Because if God has done it before, guess what? He can and he will do it again. In the song that we sang there, the new song, I saw this line which says, Resurrecting then and resurrecting now. And I thought to myself, I said, wow, what a powerful, powerful word. In Galatians 5.22, in Galatians 5.22, the scripture that we looked at, you know, some weeks ago when we were looking at the, you know, the working of the, the, the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, uh, Galatians 5.22 says this. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is 
love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. I want to focus on the, the, the component of the fruit of the Spirit called joy. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. So, friends, what I want to submit to you this morning is that joy is much more intense, much more powerful than happiness. Because happiness depends on happenings. And so, you know, um, I get a pay raise, I'm happy. I get a brand new car, I'm happy. There's, called, uh, there's, there's this thing called, uh, you know, gadget, you know, happiness. You get a new gadget, you're happy. Mm -hmm. When the gadget breaks down, you're not happy. You know, because your circumstances have changed. So this continues back and forth. I'm, I'm happy. But here, uh, no, I'm not happy because uh, she looked at me funny. Oh, he, he you know didn't get my favorite, you know, coffee the way I wanted. You know, coffee people, you know, there's coffee snobs. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I can say that. You know, so they're very particular. So they're, you know, they're like, oh, how are you, how are you this morning? How are, oh, I'm so good. I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I just had my best coffee. They're happy. Uh, what about this morning? How are you, man? Oh, man, I went to this. They messed up my order. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. So circumstances keep changing. Now, our faith, our faith is a substance that connects to who God is. Our faith is what links to, to, to God and draws his power and his presence into our lives. So what we want to be, we want to be a people that go beyond just being happy and clappy. But we are indeed people that are beyond being happy and clappy because what we have is the joy of the Lord. What we have is the Holy Spirit outworking his fruit, cultivating the fruit which is joy within us. And, 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 and so, but, but this joy is so intense, it's greater than our circumstances. Because these are subject to change. But the word of God is eternal. And, and so then, I fix my eyes not on my circumstances, but on the word of God. And sometimes, I pray to God with faith that God would change my circumstances. But sometimes what I've discovered in leaving, and I've been around the block for a little bit longer to, to observe certain patterns and to know how certain things work, that sometimes God does not necessarily change my circumstances, but he changes me in the midst of my circumstances so that my outlook and my perspective gets changed. Old Testament prophet Habakkuk chapter chapter 3 we're going to we're going to read the sort of the conclusion of uh, of, of 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 this sh very short book but I want to read from verse 17 it says though the fig tree 
may not blossom. No fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olives may fail, and the fields yield no food. Or the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there's no head in the stores. Uh, so, though the fig tree may not blossom, depression, no fruit on the Depression. Though the labor of the olive crop, uh, depression. Uh, depressed, depressed, depressed. Uh, everything's not working. Ever been there? Where everything is just not working. You know how to do certain things, but you, 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 it's just not working. It's just not working. You, you, you try to hope and hope and hope that it's going to turn around. It just doesn't. It's just not working. Oh no, we're gonna reach out to to Uncle So and so. He's gonna come through for us and Uncle So and so just lets you down. Oh no, 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 I, I got it, I got it, I got it. Then just gonna, you know, uh, you know, yeah, there was this promotion that, that that that's on the horizon, it's coming up and just just falls. Uh, your investments, your investment. No, no, no. I got a got an investment property. Uh, you know that 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 bring in a little bit of some some. Uh, it just falls and, and everything just falls apart. I'm not happy anymore. What's there to be happy for? Things are just not working. Everything has fallen apart. I was hoping for a breakthrough. Just not coming through. Hey, guess what? Guess what? I'm a Christian. I prayed. I prayed. I had faith. Nah. Nah. Just not working. I'm not happy. So, what am I to do? Take my stinking attitude before God? Throw a tantrum? Spit the dummy. Tell God words he's never heard before. Like, oh, I will tell you stuff you've never, you've never heard before. Listen to what Habakkuk says. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. You see, and that's why it's very important that we don't mortgage our happiness to circumstances. And it's also important that we don't have destination disease. Oh, I'll be happy when I get there. Oof. Oh, when I marry that man, I'm going to be happy. Oh, when I marry that woman, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Straight face, straight face, straight face. <laughs> Who said marriage is meant to be a happy one all the time? I think, I think may, may, maybe that's where the problem is because 
I'm expecting to be happy. And now, because I'm not happy, I'm walking away. And yet his idea of marriage is that you go die to yourself. <laughs> it's hard. So he says, the Lord is my strength. He will make my feet like the deer's feet. And he will make me walk on high hills. Or in other words, he's going to get me to higher ground. Not on the basis of my circumstances, but on the basis of his faithfulness. God is faithful. Seasons come and seasons go. Circumstances come and circumstances go. They keep changing, but God remains faithful. God remains faithful. So it's very important that you hold on to the substance, that you embrace the inner working of the spirit within you so that you know to say your circumstances does not depend, or sorry, your happiness does not depend on anything that's external. Your happiness is found in him. Your joy, in fact, is found in him. So if we are going to be a people that are more than happy clappy, we're going to be, we, we're going to be required to be a people that are anchored in who he is and what he says. So I am not regulated. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not driven. I'm not motivated by anything that's external, but I am fired up from within. Everything could be falling apart, as in the case of Habakkuk, but he says, yet I will rejoice. This has got to be supernatural. This is not natural. This does not depend on anything external. This is from within. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. Joy working within is going to empower you, give you strength and courage to face your stinking circumstances and say to them, my God is able to deliver me. You see, if you are one of the, if you are one of the four, the three Hebrew boys that are thrown in the, in the furnace of fire, before they are thrown in the furnace of fire, they're commanded to worship, to bow down and worship, you know, these idols. And they refuse. Okay. There's dimensions of faith. Okay. The first dimension is this. We're not going to, we won't worship. Okay. They refuse to bow down to this God on the understanding that the God that they serve and worship is going to come through for them. Entry level faith. The next level is, you know, you can throw us in this fire. And even if he doesn't deliver us, we're still going to remain unshaken because of how connected we are with him. I 
it's very easy. I mean, if you tell me to say, oh, no, 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 Chin, just endure this for seven minutes. Around about the eighth or the ninth minute, I'll come through with, 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 with a breakthrough for you. I can, I can hold it. I can hold it. If you say, oh, just, if, just, just, just hold your breath underwater for a minute. And uh, is, there's, there's 10 million here. All right. So what? One minute. Okay. <laughs> I'll go in and I'll hold it because I know to say that just after 60 seconds, I get my breakthrough. It's easy to wait and trust God for breakthrough when we have a time parameter put in place. If we're going to be more than happy clappy, we're going to be required to be a people that are not regulated by time. So just because it hasn't happened up to now doesn't mean God is not going to come through for you. Just because there is a delay doesn't mean this is an outright denial. Just because, you know, your neighbors are getting their breakthrough doesn't mean that yours is now gone because everybody else is getting their joy at your expense. It doesn't work like that in the kingdom of God. And you see, God has a way of, of uh, uh, for lack of a better term, filtering our hearts in that uh, that which you desire the most, God gives it to your neighbor so he can see the attitude of your heart. And so now, how do you position yourself? Do you say, oh, no, but I've been here. God, I've been serving. I've been coming to this church at 5 a.m. God, it's 4 degrees at 5 a.m. And I've been setting and setting and setting all these things. And then this gym, this, you know, this, this whoever just comes in at 11th hour and he gets his breakthrough and I'm still here. You look to him. You look to him. The joy of the Lord is a strength. He says, the Lord is my strength. He will make my feet like a deer's feet. He will make me walk on my high heels. There is a scripture in Nehemiah. <clears throat> so, you know, the temple obviously just, just been built in Nehemiah chapter, chapter 8 and verse, verse 10. I'm just going to read that one quickly. Um, Nehemiah, where are you? All right, he doesn't want to show up. We'll try here. Is he on the screen? On the screen. Is he on the screen? Nehemiah? Yeah, you see that? It says this. It says, uh, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat. Mm. That means eat good food. I'll just be clear on that. Drink the sweet and spend portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. One of the things that's under attack today in our world that the enemy is trying to uh, ensure that believers don't experience are mainly these two things, peace and joy. And most of the times when the enemy robs you of peace, you find that even your joy is you know but you need to understand the source of your joy 
that is what is going to make us more than happy clappy. Because if I'm just happy clappy, it means everything is circumstantial. When my circumstances change, then I'm not happy anymore. Or when this happens in my favor, then I'm happy. When it changes, I'm not happy. But I am more than happy clappy because the joy of the Lord is my strength and I have God by his spirit working in me. One of the things that Jesus Christ said before he left earth was that he was not going to leave us as orphans but was going to pray to the father to send us another helper, Paracletus an equivalent of who he was who was going to come and dwell with us and dwell in us. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, dear friends, when we talk about when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not commuting. He's not going and coming. Like, oh, come, Holy Spirit. I know there's some good songs that we used to sing back in the day. Come, Holy Spirit, let your power, let your fire fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the early church are the ones as they were in the upper room. Maybe they're the ones that should have been singing that song. For us today, we don't sing Come, Holy Spirit, because he's already come dear friends he's already with us he's dwelling with us now you see i can walk into a room you can either acknowledge me or not but that doesn't mean that i am not in the room the decision or the choice to acknowledge is entirely up to you and how you acknowledge me will also determine how i interact or engage with you so the Holy Spirit is already here. He's not coming and going. Coming and going. Oh, come Holy Spirit. Oh, now come Holy Spirit. Oh, now Holy Spirit, we need you. Show up now. No, he's already here. He is resident. Heaven has already released him. In the upper room on that day, the Bible says that he announced himself. You know what? He didn't come. No. He says there was a sound like a rushing mighty wind. It was noisy, a violent wind. He announced himself. He made it very obvious. You know those people? Maybe it's you in the house. You know those ones? When you wake up in the morning, you're tiptoeing. You know, because you don't want them to wake up. But when they wake up, oh man, they're dragging everything. Oh, they're bumping into everything. Oh, come on. They are like, like, do, do, like, come on, like seriously. Do you realize that some of us, they don't, that's what the Holy Spirit did. He announced himself. He made it very clear. He made it very obvious. Because he didn't want anybody to be mistaken. He made it clear. He announced there was a rushing mighty wind. That same Holy Spirit is resident. I mean, yes, there's good songs like, uh, like, 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 like or oh, um, even statements like, oh, I want more of the Holy Spirit. Oh, you sound so spiritual, brother. You sound so spiritual, sister. Oh, what do you want, sister? I want more of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. What do you mean you want more of the Holy Spirit? There's no such thing as you getting more of the Holy Spirit. The only thing there is, is maybe Holy Spirit is saying, no, sister, no, brother, I want more of you. Mm -hmm. More of you. Maybe we are the ones to surrender more and more to him instead of asking, oh, God, fill me more. No, he's already filled you. What are you doing with the infilling that you've already received? 
Before you start asking for him to fill you more, he's already filled you. Maybe what we should ask, start asking for is, Lord, make me a person that yields more and more to you. Yields more and more. Because the more I yield to him, the more he, the more he occupies me. And the more he occupies me, the more he works in me. And the more he works in me, the, the more he works through me. And the more he works through me, the more the people on the outside see the anointing and the power of God. Holy Spirit does not commute. You cannot have any more of, of him than your neighbor. But the Holy Spirit can have more of your neighbor than you. Because it all depends on the level of surrender. Yeah, Holy Spirit, everything is yours except my wallet, all right? Yeah, stay away from my bank account. I do with my money what I want. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> giving, giving what? Tenth, tenth. No. Our church is just after my money. So you've surrendered everything, but you're withholding something else. And so what he wants is complete surrender. So if we're going to be more than happy clappy, it's, it's, it's incumbent upon us that we yield more. So there's a calling on each and every one of us. And the calling is come further. Draw closer. I want to take you further. Come on. Let's go. Let's go to the next level. Let's go to the next, to the next, to the next. So if we are going to be more than happy, clappy, which is what we are called to, it's going to require us to be more yielded to him, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit. So much so that circumstances have no bearing on who we are. The psalmist says this. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Because there are certain seasons that would feel as though you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He says this, I will fear no evil. For your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In order for you to be a person that is more than happy clappy, you are going to need to be a person that has, has given your life to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because you see, the Holy Spirit is only given to believers, not to the world. So the starting point is surrendering to Jesus as Lord and Savior. Shall we pray? Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. And we are going to pray in this prayer of introduction. And if, if, if you've never prayed this prayer, this prayer of surrender, if you've never prayed it before, I want to encourage you to pray it with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner 
in need of you as my Savior. I surrender to you. I surrender my life to you. Be my Lord and Savior from this day onwards. Thank you, Lord, that in you I'm a new creation. The old is passed away and the new has begun. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me as your own. If you've prayed this prayer and it's your very first time, as eyes are still closed and heads are still bowed, would you please just lift your hand? And the purpose of this is so that we would see if you're here and this is the first time you're praying this prayer, we want to connect with you. We want to help you on this journey. If you're praying it for the very first time and you're here today, would you please show by hand? Praise the Lord. It appears that everyone that's here today is a person that's already saved and they know Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. For you that are watching online, we want to encourage you to do the same. Reach out to us and we want to just help you on this journey, disciple you. Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you, mighty God, that we are more than happy clappy. Thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit in our lives, that the Holy Spirit produces the fruit of the Spirit, and one of the components of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. And we have this joy within us, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, regardless of the circumstances that my brothers and sisters may be going through, I just pray, Lord, that they would realize that you are with them and that your joy within them is going to strengthen them. May we look to you in everything. We pray this, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.